COVID-19, better known as coronavirus, has spread throughout the world. There are a few ways to help lower the spread of this respiratory disease. Wash your hands. Avoid touching your face, including mouth, nose, and eyes. Cover your coughs and sneezes. Monitor your symptoms and consult with your doctor. Stay at home and away from other sick people except for medical care. Clean and disinfect high-touch surfaces. For more information, please visit cdc.gov forward slash COVID-19. Thank you. listening to Scott H. Silverman's Happy Hour, a podcast released on the first three Wednesdays of the month. Family crisis, relationship crisis, addiction crisis, no two crisis situations are the same. They vary by family, individual, and relationship. They can encompass complex family dynamics, emotional distress, anger issues, and entitlements, and often involve substance abuse. This podcast addresses these issues and others surrounding the addiction epidemic currently plaguing this country and the world. There is hope and help. Are you stuck, scared, or unsure of what to do next? If a situation with a loved one, spouse, or even a child has started to spiral, possibly becoming dangerous or threatening, it's time to seek help. My name is Scott H. Silverman. I help families navigate crisis situations. I'm the person you turn to in order to get you and your loved ones unstuck. Welcome, everybody. This is Michael Glenn Moore. I'm Scott's co-host. Uh, I would just like to ask you first here if uh, you would, could please go to your uh, podcast listening device of choice and give us a review, a, rate, a rating or a review. I think it's important what Scott's doing that it gets to uh, as many people as possible. And the way that can happen is for us to increase our listenership. So please, if you can help us out, Scott, how are you doing today? And what are we talking about? Well, Michael, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm hunkered down. I'm sheltering in place. I'm in lockdown. I'm in San Diego, California. And we've been asked to do that not only by our mayor, but our, our state governor. And I'm at that higher risk age. So I'm, I'm homebound and it's been very interesting and, and it's different. So I'm, I'm doing everything I can to make the best of it. Uh, you know, I also want to encourage everybody. Um, and I want to give you my phone number. It is 619-993-2738, 619-993-2738. If you hear this today's couple of days before the end of March, 2020, and I want to offer anybody who wishes to call me um, a 10 minute free coaching call. And I want them to take advantage of that. So call me at 619-993-2738. Text me if you're a little shy. And you can find me on the web, Scott H. Silverman. And uh, Michael, before we go forward, would you, in, in as basic language as possible, tell people how to go get to what it is we want them to do to give us a review so we can get the, the idea is to get the rankings up. And the rankings up mean that more people can hear us. 
and the information that we're sharing, people can then download and share with others and their family while so many of us are homebound. So would you just, if you, I call it the dummy report. If no one's ever done that before, would you mind telling them how to do it and where to go and exactly what to do? Sure. I'll use the, the main podcast listening device, which is Apple. A lot of people use Apple to uh, Apple podcast to listening to the podcast. So what you do is you go, if you're on your laptop, I mean, if you're on your smartphone, go to Apple podcast, scroll, uh, open a, a podcast you want to give a review to scroll down to the bottom and then you'll see five stars. And it'll also say under the five stars, write a review. So if you want to just rate it, click the number of stars you want to rate the podcast. If you'd like to review and rate, click the give a review link, uh, write a short review, and then click the rating and click uh, enter. And you will uh, then be, after a day or so, you will show up in that podcast uh, link. Uh, if you just give it a rating, you won't show up. Uh, the count will, will go up, but it won't give your name. But if you give a review, it will also show your name and your review and the number of uh, uh stars you gave the podcast and that is really the best way to help us to get this podcast out to more and more people and i think as important as this information is that we're sharing it needs to get to more people and the only way we can do that is for your help so uh, that's how to do it in apple to do it in other uh, programs uh, just look on there some of them have a review some of them don't i think uh, spotify doesn't have a review but when you follow uh podcast on Spotify that counts as a review. So it's, uh, it's different with all of them, but for, uh, really the most, the, the best one out there is Apple and that will do the most help. Awesome. And, and how can they reach you, Michael, if they have any more questions on how to do this since you're the technical guy, what's the best way to contact you and talk to you about, you know, things that are going on in their world that might be helpful and maybe, you know, we can get them at some point, we're going to be adding guests to what we do to really expand the information base and the platform to get, you know, what people want to hear about most right now. How can they reach you? Okay. My, uh, my email is michael at innocitylikeyours.com. That's the name of my other podcast. So it's app, uh, michael at innocitylikeyours.com. Uh, okay. And I have a website, www.innocitylikeyours.com with a, a link to write a, uh, an email to me, Michael at InnocityLikeYours.com email or go to the website www.InnocityLikeYours.com and contact me there. Very good. And these were non-paid for advertisements, meaning no one's paying us to do what we do. We do it as volunteers and as out of passion to try to get the word out. And Michael works night and day to really help many, many people with lots of different levels of uh, experience and expertise get their messaging out to, uh, to be a resource, not only to our country and hopefully globally as well. All right, so now we're into uh, today's uh, episode to talk about, uh, and this was my choice, not Michael's, so hopefully uh, he'll support it, is what to do while you're at home if you're in recovery, recovering from substance abuse or addiction, or if you have some issues that are going on that, you know, you're not clear what they are, you know, you're depressed, you're anxious. And right now, I don't know anybody who isn't a little bit anxious, if not a lot, and potentially depressed. Because if you're staying home and you're following the rules, and if you aren't being mandated to stay home and you're not following the rules, you're probably wandering around a community right now where a lot of businesses are closed 
and resources that you need um, aren't available. And I just, I actually just heard from somebody that told me they were going to the 99 cent store to pick up some candy. And they told me they drove by Krispy Kreme, uh, which has a drive-through and their line was over 50 cars long. So <laughs> clearly people are finding donuts as a nice way to, uh, you know, put something in their body that'll make them feel good. And I just heard on the news today that Seize Candy closed up their retail stores a couple of days ago, and they've just decided to shut down their whole business, second time ever in the history of Seize Candy. And all of that is obviously to um, avoid contamination or spreading the uh, you know, COVID virus. So we're, we're in some very unusual times. So here's a couple of my suggestions. Uh, something I did personally today. You all know I'm in recovery, and um, I've been in recovery for a long time, and I have a home group that I go to every week, and I have for, you know, almost 35 years, and um, most anonymous meetings right now, treatment meetings, have been slowed down, if not canceled. All recovery meetings, uh, anonymous meetings, 12-step meetings, non-12-step meetings that have a, a, you know, a coalition of people or cohort that meets daily, weekly, or semi-weekly, um, have pretty much closed down. A lot of them are in, in social environments uh, like churches or house, uh, houses of worship. And they, for safety reasons, have shut their doors so people can't congregate and potentially contaminate one another. So it's really interesting when you think about it, because I've never experienced this personally in 35 years where I couldn't go to a meeting and I couldn't get to a meeting. And even if I had someone take me, I couldn't go to a meeting because right now most of the meetings have been physically just unfortunately turned off temporarily. So people are not gathering together, even if they're practicing social distancing, it's really hard. And there's even people, you know, meetings around where people go that are outdoor meetings. And, but in San Diego right now, we've had all the beaches, all the bays, all the common areas, all the parks closed down. So you can't really congregate in many places right now. And, and you know, all the medical experts are telling us that we shouldn't anyway, at least until this momentum of this virus slows down. So what I'm doing is, and this morning I was on Zoom. You know, Zoom is one of the mechanisms. I know Microsoft has it. Skype does it as well. And you can FaceTime in groups. I don't know all the technical parts of it, but there were 33 of us from our home group that were on a meeting this morning and it was fascinating, you know, looking at 33 people, uh, you know, on the computer laptop and uh, hearing their stories and talking about what they're doing, you know, and watching everyone in their pajamas and having coffee or someone smoking a cigarette and playing with their dog or their baby was there. And it was just great, you know, and I'm, I'm uh, have I shared in the past, I'm ADHD. And so for me, it was kind of awesome, all that activity happening at one time. And unfortunately, that's my dog in the background barking because I'm out in my I call it the clubhouse, my little shed where I, I do some stuff and, and a lot of what I do with Michael, we do right here. So f uh, forgive her for barking. She just uh, likes to keep an eye on things and she's been in the house locked up with us. So, so what I did, I went on a meeting and I spent an hour uh, listening to other uh, addicts or alcoholics who are in recovery talking about what's going on with them. And so I made a meeting today and I was real excited about that. So that's one thing that I'm doing. And, you know, there's online meetings, actually, if you go, you know, recovery meetings on, you know, online and just Google that, you can find them in your community. And if you're new to recovery and you've just recently gotten off of your substances, you can uh, find ways to, you know, get on the phone with others and take care of your own personal recovery, because that's important. And the only way that you can do that is to, to reach out rather than staying at home 
and worrying about it and getting anxious about it, and I'm sure you are, um, get online, call your friends, and if you've been in recovery for even a short period of time, been to a couple of meetings, there's also phone lists that exist. So grab that phone list. And if you think about it and you go on and you Google therapy, clinical support, crisis hotlines, there is a ton of things happening right now online specifically for individuals in recovery community. I'm certain, and I haven't seen it yet, but there's probably a lot of famous people, artists and movie stars who are in recovery who are probably hosting some of their own meetings. They may be hard to find because they're, you know, but at the, at the end of the day, if you don't go online and you don't look and you don't ask questions. And again, if you're not sure what to do and you're hearing my voice and Michael's voice, call me. We can talk. I mean, when you and I talk together, uh, it's a meeting for me. It's a time that we can share with each other. So my number, again, is 619-993-2738. And I know you're hearing this thing, oh, you know, I don't want to call him. I don't want to bother him. Hey, I'm in lockdown. I've got, I don't want to say I have nothing to do. I'm plenty busy. But call me. And if I miss your call, leave a voicemail. And I'll get back to you as soon as I can, and we'll, we'll figure something out that makes sense. So the online meetings, looking for the, the, the foundations of support online itself, uh, call your local faith-based communities. You know, there may be phone numbers they're giving out, and there may be faith-based leaders out there. And there may be people volunteering right now uh, at phone banks, if you will, in cer certain recovery communities, because a lot of that work was always done at home anyway. So they might be able to give you a phone number. And if they won't give you a phone number, they'll probably take yours and they'll share it with somebody else and somebody will call you. So no excuse. Don't sit home alone and don't pick something up that you've spent weeks, months, maybe even years finding ways to live life without it. Because this is a very unusual time and it's a scary time. And I know that. So you're not alone though. And there is hope and there's always help. So don't be afraid to pick up the phone. So Next in line, uh, Michael, any questions so far? Well, I was just, uh, just going to say that a lot of people are depressed at this time. Uh, so that would be something that is, would be a trigger for them to use uh, alcohol or drugs again to stave off that depression. Uh, something else right. I was going to ask you, the 12-step programs, uh, usually you have a sponsor for yourself. Correct. Is that, is that true with everyone or just do you have to reach a certain level and then you get a sponsor or is that... Uh, no, you can, you can go in and you, I got my sponsor my first week uh, and a sponsor's, you know, if you don't know what it is, a sponsor's kind of like a mentor, a big brother, a big sister. And the idea is, you know, just to have somebody in your life that has kind of been there and done that and has some experience and can kind of be your guiding light, your advocate, you know, your, your bus driver, if you will, when you get on the bus, so to speak, and they're there to help you and uh, it, all you have to simply do is when you're at a meeting is if you, if you haven't been to one yet, or even when you're talking to somebody on the phone is you, it's that those three magic words, you know, I need help that are hard to ask for, but you just ask for somebody and there's no criteria other than a willingness to, you know, to surrender to what's going on and a willingness to stop doing what you're doing. And then a willingness to ask the question of somebody. I mean, I have a sponsor I've had for since my beginning in 84 and I have a sponsee that I've been working with since I think 87 almost 32 years we've been together. So, uh, you know, and it's not that hard to do. And, and part of the concept of social uh, modeling, if you will, around the social interaction of recovery is the concept of, you know, giving it away so you can keep it. That's the phrase I like a lot. And we hear a lot is you can't keep it if you don't give it away. So when you call somebody and they're your sponsor, and again, you may feel like you're, you know, 
taxing them for the information they might have, but they're also feeling good about the fact that they're being asked for help. So it's kind of an interesting philosophy of support, kind of like what a parent does with a child. You know, every parent wants a child to come to them and ask for help, but a lot of kids, you know, we don't want to go to our parents. So it's not quite like that, but the concept of reaching out and connecting is real important, a form of advocacy. And the social model, if you will, of some of the 12-step programs, um, which you know is, is the only real global treatment modality that's supposedly most consistent in the world, is that social model where you're actually with other people who have done the same things you've done in their life experience with substance abuse and self-medication that when you talk about what's going on, more than likely they've been through it as well, or they've experienced it as well, or they have had it in their family. And, and when I talk about family, you know, I believe this is a family disease. So for those that are listening who maybe don't have the issue around addiction, but are married to or live with or have a member in your family who have issues with substance abuse and addiction, there are self-help groups for you as well. And there's guidance out there as well. And of course, there's the whole professional world of clinicians, psychologists, and psychiatrists that, you know, specialize and work with this particular issue that, um, and they're out there. And the crisis hotlines have people, hopefully, that are trained and can help guide you. If you're personally going through an episode and don't know what to do, uh, just know that there's always a choice. So you don't have to feel the way you're feeling if you don't want to, just have to reach out for help. Everybody check out the show notes. I'll have links to websites that have the hotlines and things like that. So uh, if you don't want to go through Google yourself, just check out the show notes for this episode. And in the show notes, there will be links. So go ahead and get us to number two, Scott. Number two is, is, you know, um, you know, one was the calling and then two was going online. And so I think we're up to number three. Number three is really to think about when you're at home, what can you do by yourself? Let's just say, okay, you know what? I don't want to go online. I'm embarrassed to do that. I'm uncomfortable talking to a stranger take out a pencil, take out a pen, take out a crayon and start journaling. Just start journaling. What does that mean? What's journaling mean? Well, start writing, if you will. Well, what's writing mean? That means take your pencil and put it on a piece of paper and say, today is Saturday and it is, what is it today? The 28th of March and my name is Scott and I am feeling happy. I'm feeling sad. I'm feeling like I want the sun is out and And it's nice to see the sun, you know, and it's been raining for a while and just start writing. And through that writing, you know, the, the the pressure that sits on your chest, the piece of pain that you have in your heart might diminish just a little bit. And if you want to personalize that writing, write that to someone who maybe you think would want to hear what you have to say, or there's someone you want to say something to that doesn't want to hear it, but you can write it out. So that's why you're, you're kind of, you know, there's a term that I like, uh, pressure bus pipes. So by writing and journaling, you can lower some of that pressure, bring the blood pressure down a little bit. And, you know, you can actually do a lot of cleansing around the writing piece and journaling and just talking about what's going on with you. And if you're not sure how to get it started, again, you can either go online, how do I journal? Or you can just start writing. You know, and you don't have to be neat. You don't have to print. You can use cursive writing. You can use crayons, felt tip pens. There's no set way to do it, but get into action. Do something, you know, while you're, you know, because this news right now, if you're watching it like I am, you're probably getting a little bit obsessed with it. And it's a little bit overwhelming because it's very taxing as well. So the writing piece is real, real, real easy. And it's a great, great tool. And if you've never done it, wait till you see. Uh, and there are, there are, 
part of the science about writing is if you're right-handed, if you write with your left hand, I know this isn't going to make sense to you until you try it, but if you write with your opposite hand, your non-dominant you know, dominant hand, it's technically your inner child that's actually writing. So think about that for a second. If you're right-handed and you write a journal, you know, like for me, I might write, Dear Higher Power or, or Dear G-O-D, Dear God, I wanted to let you know that I'm here today and I'm sober today and I really want to turn my will and my life over to you, a higher power greater than myself, because I don't want to deal with what's going on right now. And if I put my pencil in my other hand and I write that same message, it's like my inner child, little Scott, is talking to my higher power. And I learned that a long time ago, and it's fascinating when you try that. And you'll find that, because I think everybody has an inner child inside there. We haven't seen Michael's yet, but I'm sure they probably wear a cool little hat and they have a beard and glasses as well. So <laughs> You're that's something you know, can do. So moving into the next one, the next one is, is meditation. And that's the fourth one. And the, and the fourth one simply is, you know, you know, affirmations. And affirmations, if you don't know what those are, uh, there's something simple. Like you wake up in the morning and you go, today I'm going to do the best job I can do with what I have in front of me. That's an affirmation. Do, do you do affirmations, Michael? I don't do them uh, that, that I know of. I may, I may do them kind of unconsciously, but I don't, you know, say, well, I'm going to do a positive affirmation for okay. today, but I do meditate. Uh, so, that, you know, that helps. Yeah. And, and meditation for most people, if you don't know how to do it again, there's tons of YouTubes out there and it usually only takes a few seconds, a few minutes and meditating is simply closing your eyes, breathing in and out. And then, you know, there's a couple of different tools that you can use with it, but rather than give you mine, I want you to kind of go out and do a little research and test it out. And, you know, one of my favorite affirmations I, I heard long, long time ago, there was a, there was a car salesman, uh, I think, I don't want to say, I want to say Detroit, that's probably where it was. And this guy was the top salesman in the country. And, you know, when asked, he was interviewed a couple of years into his career and, and, you know, the interviewer said to him, so what is it you do? How do you achieve this kind of uh, volume of business and this customer base? And he said, I do affirmations. And so they pursued it. And, and he said, would you like to hear what I do? And they said, sure. This is a story that was conveyed to me. So every, every morning, this guy would wake up, you know, do his little morning routine. And then he'd go to the mirror and he'd look himself in the eye. He'd make a point to, to not look in the mirror, you know, to see how much, you know, or how big his stomach is. He'd actually look himself in the eye and he would say, don't you ever die, you gorgeous devil. And he would say it three times and he'd be talking to himself. So everyone says, wait a minute, wait a minute. That's how you make the sales? He goes, no, no, no. That's how I pump myself up. That's my morning affirmation. Don't you ever die, you gorgeous devil. And he made it up and created it. So they pursued and said, so what is it you do that's so different to be number one in the country? So listen to this, Michael. This guy, if you want to go and buy a car from this guy, we'll call him Jim. All right. And then a year goes by. And Jim would call you on the birthday of the purchase of your car. Okay. You know where I'm going with this? And he'd start singing happy birthday to you. Not you, but the car. So he's happy birthday to your car. 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 Now, you as the car owner, obviously, are thinking, this guy must be nuts. 
But you know what that person would do that day at work, that next week at work with family and friends would tell everybody, you got to call this guy, Jim. He's unbelievable. He called me and sung happy birthday to my car. It was amazing. So just that little shift in something helped this guy not only do tremendous business, but he made people feel good. And when people felt good, they would tell other people that this guy made them feel good and other people wanted to know who this guy was. So that's how he built his business. And it all started with a simple affirmation in the morning. So those are real important, along with meditation, along with journaling, along with calling others, you know, and I think the last one or the fifth one that I'd like to share, Michael, is to just sit quietly and honor yourself and practice some self-care. And what does that mean? Uh, it means do something that you really want to do for yourself that maybe you haven't done. And if it's sitting quietly for five or 10 minutes, turn off the TV, put on some music, maybe just sing to yourself or, or listen to your favorite song or read something, but just get out of yourself for a couple minutes or go, you know, we, we made Toll House cookies the other day. I do not know why, but it was in my head for three days. So we ate, we made them and then we ate them and then we both got stomach aches, my wife and I. We ate so many. We were so excited about it. And that was us practicing self-care. And it, look, and we're locked down together, my wife and I, right now. She works a lot, and I do too, and we're both home now, working from home. And, you know, there are some, you know, great stuff we've just rediscovered about each other. She'd been doing puzzles, and she was out in the yard today, and I'm doing this with Michael. So that's the last part of it is practice self-care, work on things like mindfulness, and mindfulness is a, a great tool as well, along with meditation. And my easy definition of mindfulness is learning how to live in the moment. Meaning, if you can live for 60 seconds and let go of everything else that's around you, you can move that 60 seconds into a second minute, a third minute, and build it up over time to a half hour, to an hour. And all of a sudden now, the day is being crafted and the outcome is being crafted by you not by others and outside influencers. So those are the kind of the key five, Michael. And, and any follow-up questions you have or any thoughts you want to add or anything you think I missed that you want me to cover? No, you pretty much covered it, but there were a couple of things I wanted to bring up. Uh, as far as journaling, I just want to make sure that everybody understands that you do not have to be a writer. You're not nope. writing War and Peace or Moby Dick. Uh, you know, even if all you do is, is put down adjectives that describe how you're feeling uh, or just phrases, you know, it doesn't have to be a complete sentence, just as long as you're writing and you're emoting through your writing to that journal. And also, with the elderly, there's a lot of people who are home alone. Uh, so it's very important that you try to get into a program where you can do Skype or do Zoom and view other people, especially if you're alone, so that you don't feel so alone. You know, you can reach out over the internet. And, uh, you know, I think that even after this coronavirus is over, we're going to see an uptick in people who use online correspondence uh, even more uh, other than uh, email, but I'm talking about video uh, chats and things like that, because it's really something to be able to see the person you're talking to and relate to them and know that they're just right there at the same time. You know, uh, they may be hours apart from you, but they're uh, at that moment there, you're both together. Uh, so that's really all I want to add. Uh, Scott, do you have any positive affirmations for today? You know, I, I want to go back to my, my, old, my old standby is, you know, if you do what you've always done, 
you're going to get what you've always gotten. And if what you're doing isn't working for you, try something new. Don't be afraid. And I just want to add a quick story, Michael. You know, I, when I first started journaling and writing, I, I was, it was suggested I go get a God box. And a God box is something that, you know, I've got a shoe box and put a hole in the top of it. And I write little messages to you. And just to your point, it's a good one because a lot of us will think about, well, you know, I want to write neat and I want to be, you know, grammatically correct and semantically sound. And I want to spell check and blah, blah. And the idea, by the way, of the writing, you don't have to type it. You can handwrite it. And there's something special about getting your hand on a piece of paper. So what I would do, I, I didn't know how to do it. And I was afraid of it because I wasn't a good writer. You know, I got a book published and I'm working on another book, but still, I'm not a great writer. I'm an orator, meaning I can speak it and I'm having a ghostwriter help me. But what I did was I went and got those, you know, special post-its, the real small, tiny ones, you know, they're like, I don't know, one inch by one inch. So I did, because someone, my sponsor said, fill up a whole page of paper. So I got a real small piece of paper. And I use that to do my, you know, so I just say, God, I am tired today. And my wife is in the room breathing. Please take care of it. And that was it. Love, Scott. So it could be something simple, like I want to have a good day today. Or you know what? I wish my neighbor would turn their stereo down. Whatever it is, just write it down. Because then it takes it off of you and lightens your load. So as you move around your day, hopefully you feel a little lighter. And hopefully some of the suggestions you heard today not only will be ones that you can utilize. And if there's something out there, by the way, that we've missed, and you want us to talk about it, uh, let Michael know or, or let me know, and we'll find a way to put it together in the podcast. And then when this gets posted, as Michael said, go out, let us know what you think about it. Go on to Apple, make some reviews, put some, you know, rate us, let us know what you think, and then email us, text us, and let's, we want to talk about what you want to talk about. So have a great rest of the day, uh, a good month, and be safe, be healthy, and love yourself.